of We're not a wrestling organization anymore. We're the world's damn biggest puppet show. I don't need a weapon. My hands are my weapons. Go to me. Welcome to the Extreme ECW Livecast. This week we are covering ECW Hardcore TV, episodes 145 and 146 from January 30th and February 6th of 1996. I'm Mike Prue, along with JV. JV, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? I'm doing alright. Doing alright. We just uh we're just having a little talk about the Celtics before before we started recording here, and you, know, you, you weren't too happy, so I, I'm I'm hoping that ECW get you in a better mood. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching the Celtics fucking no show, first three quarters of a fucking big game at home against the Golden State Warriors. So that shit gets me angry watching fucking Jalen Brown shoot one for what? What we say one for eleven or some shit? Yeah, Derek White's zero for six. Jason Tatum's like six for twenty one. Yeah, fucking bums, and they just don't. They're bums. They look scared. Right, they're playing a five hundred team, and they're at home <laughs> in their shit in their pants against yeah. this fucking team. Even if the Warriors were fucking undefeated, like I don't care what the Warriors' record are, they're coming to Boston. They embarrassed embarrassed us in the finals last year, and they're no showing. They're all hyped and like they're more. They're more. You might think the Warriors were the ones that lost last year with the type of energy they're playing with, right? Like you might think the Celtics could like can play without the energy they have. Like like they, like they have a banner under their belt with this squad. It's like yeah. you don't got shit. Right? Did nothing. You got you you fucking lost to win one game. <laughs> JV's on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait for this game all fucking week. Yeah, I know you. Do that. I'm not even mad that I'm recording because I'm like, fuck it, they, they suck. They're not showing up. I hate watching them play like this. I fucking can't stand it. And that's what I was thinking before we even started recording. Before we even like got on together, I was like, all right, this is kind of a tight game, and Celtics should be winning this. JV's probably gonna want to watch this, so we might have to wait until the game's over. But I go to the I go to the document. You send the link. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> He didn't give a fuck. And then we started talking. It's like, all right. Yeah, he really doesn't give a fuck. He's pissed uh, off. <laughs> I'll be checking in GameCast on my phone over recording. I got it on in the background. So if anything crazy happens, I, I can see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that because then I won't pay attention. And I'll just get angry. I'll fucking yell in the middle of the... I'll let you know if they ever take the lead. Yeah. <laughs> I'll jump in. Celtics take the lead. All right. But anyway, enough of this current shit with the Celtics. Uh, welcome back, BTT Army and JV Goon Squad. Back here for another episode of the Extreme ECW Livecast. And please give us a follow on Twitter at ExtremeCast. Follow me, Mike Pru, at MPRU83. Follow JV at John Van Damage. Also check out our other podcast, the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. You can follow us on Twitter as well, at Bottom Line Cast. And Bottom Line Cast, if you've been listening, you know what it is, but for the... 
new listeners. It's the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. JV and I have been covering it since 2018. We've covered the entire career from his debut as the ringmaster all the way up to the end of his career and everything all the way up to this past WrestleMania where he took on Kevin Owens and a bunch more shit too, like reviewing the condemned and doing podcast reviews. And I mean, it is what it is. It's the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know, we even went further back. We've done the Hollywood Blondes. We've done Stunning Steve Austin, which is our current project, doing Stunning Steve Austin. We've done six episodes covering that, and our latest one was December 91 into 92, January of 92. That was the Battle Bowl episode, and uh, next week will be episode seven of Stunning Steve Austin. So, yeah, we're still going strong over at the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. Please check us out over there as well. So, thanks again for joining us here. We're going to get into this because we got a lot to cover. Two big episodes, January 30th and February 6th. But well, before we get back to that, we got to listen to our man, the head of the research department here at the Extreme ECW Livecast. He's now running his own mini segment here, the Quality Control Center. That is Rick Beebe. So please take a listen to Rick Beebe and his Quality Control Center. We'll be right back. Hello everyone and welcome to the Extreme ECW Livecast Quality Control Center. My name is Rick Beebe and on this week's segment we'll find out a little more about the infamous Travel Lodge in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Next we'll take a look at two finishing moves that have become prevalent recently in Extreme Championship Wrestling, the Taz Mission and Total Elimination. Lastly, we'll discuss the early career of Rob Van Dam and how a case of Matt Burn in the WWF caused him to get a scolding from the late, great Gorilla Monsoon. The Travel Lodge was a hotel chain founded in 1939 that prided itself on low rates and locations that were in or near downtown areas. This was to allow travelers convenient access to local restaurants, churches, theaters, shopping areas, and tourist attractions. The Philadelphia Travel Lodge was located at 2300 Penrose Avenue in South Philadelphia. Back in the mid-1990s, hotel management would regularly give ECW the entire top floor for them to film promos and conduct meetings. This made it almost like Paul Heyman's secondary base of operations. Judging by some of the footage we've seen in recent months on Hardcore TV, I'm pretty sure the infamous promos of Steve Austin with an awful toupee, mocking Eric Bischoff, and referring to WCW's flagship show as Monday Night NyQuil, were filmed at this travel lodge. According to various wrestlers who were there at the time, the lobbies and hallway were always packed with ECW talent and fans after a show got out. This led to ECW eventually being kicked out of this hotel, as well as others, due to various incidents. Some examples include Mustafa Syed of the Gangsters allegedly rolling a joint filled with weed, pencil shavings, and whatever else he could find in the parking lot, before smoking it and offering it to anyone who walked by, including Sandman, Sabu, and New Jack. There's also the story of Raven and Saturn, high on pills one night, turning the hallway into a slip and slide. There's also many stories involving drunken wrestlers and fans wandering the halls in minimal to no clothing. I think Pitbull Gary Wolf said it best when he was asked what they actually did to get kicked out. You name it, we probably did it. 
Due to the round shape of the entire building, it was given the nickname, the Cylinder of Sin. As far as I can tell, it's now a Radisson, and it's still located at 2300 Penrose Ave, in case you want to book a room there. Before entering the ranks of professional wrestling, Taz studied Judo, reaching the rank of second-degree black belt. His finisher, the Taz Mission, or Kata Hajime, is legitimately one of the constriction techniques taught in Kodokan Judo that falls under the list of Shime Waza. This list contains chokes and strangleholds. The name Kata Hajime means single wing choke. It's usually depicted as being applied using your right arm to reach across your opponent's neck and grasp the lapel of their gi while trapping and controlling their left arm in a half nelson with your left arm and grasping your own gi sleeve for leverage. This hold restricts blood flow to the brain via the carotid artery, but only presents minimal pressure on the windpipe, not cutting off their air supply at the same time. As alluded to by Mike Prue, the Midnight Express used a tag team move similar to Total Elimination. Theirs was called the Double Goozle, and it involved one wrestler hitting a running lariat while the other did a chop block from behind. In the NFL, that would buy you 15 yards, but in pro wrestling, totally legal. Other teams have used similar tactics to Total Elimination, although they also have varied the movements. For example, the Ascension used both original Total Elimination and a combo of a leg sweep and running European uppercut, calling it the Fall of Man. Primo and Epico Cologne, during their time as the Shining Stars, would do a leg sweep and a jumping kick to the face called a Gamangiri, and the combination of Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, as Red Dragon, would use a leg sweep and a flying knee. Lastly, I found two women tag teams using variations of Total Elimination. In TNA, Angelina Love and Velvet Sky, calling themselves the Beautiful People, used a maneuver called the Makeover, involving two roundhouse kicks to the chest and the legs simultaneously. And back to NXT, where Toxic Attraction, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, used the Toxic Shock, with Gigi hitting a low roundhouse kick and JC hitting a discus big boot. Finally, we get to JV's favorite wrestler, Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam began wrestling in 1990 after training under the legendary Sheik. He used the name Rob Zakowski, which is a simplified spelling of his real last name, Rob Zatkowski. His early career consisted of independent dates in his native Michigan, as well as stops in the USWA and South Atlantic Pro Wrestling. Notably, he wrestled one match in Burlington, Vermont, for the New England Wrestling Federation, a contest that ended in a double countout against a fellow trainee of the Sheik you may know as Sabu. It was in South Atlantic that he first tasted gold, briefly holding the tag titles with Chaz Rocco in 1992. As I alluded to earlier, he also made two appearances in early 1992 for the WWF. One was a handicap match with him and a man named Mike Casey facing Sid Justice on Wrestling Challenge. The other was a singles match against the Mountie, which aired on Primetime Wrestling. For these matches, Van Damme wore blue trunks and an inside-out t-shirt with his hair down, trying to hide his identity a bit. He had already received some magazine coverage as Rob Van Dam and did not want to hurt his bookings in the future. He also chose the name Matt Byrne as an inside joke, as well as to fully distance himself from his Rob Van Dam persona. Upon returning backstage, he was praised by many of the road agents for his work and how well he put over the Mountie. However, Gorilla Monsoon lit into him, chastising him for wearing a shirt while wrestling in the ring. 
Interestingly, these bookings were arranged by one Patrick Tanaka, who many of you will remember from his days as one half of the AWA World Tag Team Champions Bad Company, as well as his stint in the WWF as part of the Orient Express. In 1993, Rob Van Dam moved to WCW and began wrestling under the name Robbie V, as Bill Watts did not like the Rob Van Dam name. After it became apparent he would be given no real direction in WCW, he traveled to All Japan, where he spent all of 1994, as well as parts of 1995, honing his craft. He also made sporadic indie appearances in 95, necessitating he split his time between All Japan and the U.S. Eventually, he ended up in ECW, as we saw at House Party 96 against Axel Rotten. That's it for this week's Quality Control Center. My name is Rick Beebe. Back to you, Mike Prue and JV. All right. Thanks as always, Rick. Great research, great information. You know, good shit about the Travel Lodge in Philadelphia. I like how he brought up the Travel Lodge because that was just something random we talked about at the end of the episode when Beulah and Tommy went to go fuck in the hotel room. And it said, like, do not disturb Travel Lodge. And we just said, oh, Travel Lodge. Which is a Radisson now. (laughs) <laughs> yes, right, as as Rick told us, is now a Radisson. It was crazy that he just took that little bit and turned it into a whole segment. Well, I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot in that segment. Shit, I didn't know that was the base of operation for them for a little while. And... I didn't know Taz was a fucking legit trained in judo. Oh, that too, with the Taz segment and the total yeah. elimination with the finishers. That was some good shit. Fucking entire history of like the different variations of that finisher. Uh, not yeah. the finisher, but the... Right, the variation of like someone going for the lower part and someone going for the yeah, upper part of the body. Yeah, yep. like that was cool. Like, how do you even like look that up? <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, he's a genius. <laughs> so good shit, Rick, as always. And of course, you know, he pay him give... good money. <laughs> we pay yeah. him very good money, just as much as we get paid. <laughs> yeah, he gets more than we do. He gets praise. He does get more than he does get more than we do because we're in the red. <laughs> At least he's <laughs> we're spending money to make this podcast. <laughs> he's becoming a strain on the budget. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, he wrapped it up with Rob Van Dam, JV's yeah. favorite wrestler. So, so good shit. Was there. it Zapowski? Rhymes with Kapowski. <laughs> yes. Kapowski. And they wanted to name him who? Who did he say? Someone wanted to name him Robbie V. I was like, ah, he was he was Robbie V, yeah, yeah, because they didn't like the Rob Van Dam name. How the fuck do you not like? Because like, the damn probably they didn't want to say damn. Yeah, yeah. So whatever. So thanks again, Rick, for that, and we'll you know you'll have another segment, guys, from Rick on the next episode of the Quality Control Center. All right, just quick recap before we get into the next episode. Last time on a previous episode, we covered House Party '96 and. Two big things that happened there was Beulah saying, I'm pregnant! So we had that. So she's pregnant, and things are getting nuts with Tommy and Raven. Then, of course, RVD debuted. So that's where we left off. And now we're going to continue on with the next episode, the January 30th, 1996 episode, Season 4 on Peacock, Episode 5, ECW Hardcore TV 145. We're going to get a runtime of 50 minutes and 30 seconds. And this is going to be matches from the January 27th, 1996 ECW Arena show. So this is just another ECW Arena show. Not named 
from what I understand. But some good matches for us to take a look at here. So let's get into it. We'll get set up. If you're going to watch on Peacock, I'll give you a countdown. It matches up pretty close. But also, please check out the ECW episodes on the BTT Drive if you're a Patreon member, which you are if you're listening to this here in 2023. If you're listening to it in 2024, then maybe you're not a Patreon member. <laughs> but become one and get access to the Drive. All right, so I'll give a countdown as always three down to one. And say play. When I say play, we'll all get started here and click play. JV, are you set? You got your. Yes, I am. All right, all right. Hopefully, I'm all set. I got it set up, and hopefully, it doesn't screw with me when I hit play. All right. Anyway, here we go. Three, two, one, play. All right. Last week on ECW. Alright, so this is one thing that I didn't mention as a recap. Is Tommy and Shane Douglas are going to join forces to go up against Cactus. Because Shane wants Cactus Jack and Raven. And they, they both agreed to give each other a title shot if either one of them win the belt. Sounds like two... Two bums like, hey, if if one of us someday wins a title, we're gonna we're gonna defend it against. I'll defend it against you, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, how you earn it? Yeah, to number one spot. <laughs> All right, so here we get we get the opening. Da -na -na -na. And and while we're doing the opening here, I'll give you a little preview of what's to come here on this ECW Arena show from January twenty seventh. We're going to get some highlights from the Pitbulls versus the Gangsters. The Dudleys versus Axel Rotten and JT Smith. Rob Van Dam is in action against Sabu. And Tommy Dreamer and Shane Douglas will take on Cactus. Cactus and Mikey Whipwreck. I'm sorry before I said um, Raven. But yeah, Cactus and Mikey Whipwreck. Those are the tag team champions. And then also Sandman's going to take on Raven. Same is going to defend the championship against Raven. That'll be a big match. And also, JV, guess what? Kimono Wanalea. Okay. Yeah. All the chicks are coming in now. <laughs> okay. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So Joey's kicking off the show. Let's see what he's saying here. He's probably saying all the shit that I just said. <laughs> oh, these are the matches we got. I had to put this a little louder. I put it a little, little bit too low. Beulah. Oh, Beulah, hey nice, nice close. Hey, Shane Douglas coming down to the ring. We haven't seen him. I love her style. Shane Douglas looking good. Doesn't look like fucking Shaw. It, what do you got for a timestamp? Want to make sure we're all right. I got two twenty four, two twenty five. Okay. I was gonna say Shane Douglas already doesn't look like Dean Douglas. Looks like, from the brief clip that we had, looks like he's already jacked up. Alright, so we get a quick little clip here of Hack Mize defeating Mr. Hughes. I didn't have this in my notes, so... <laughs> hey, bonus. Alright, now we transition 
quickly here to Stevie and Blue Meanie in the ring. Stevie on the mic. The fabulous one. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to start strutting around? Hat guy's like, I'm not standing up for these fuckers. I'm sitting down. Right in the middle. These guys don't deserve me standing up at this point. Gotta love Stevie and Blue Meanie's shirts, you know. They got them right from the mall. Yeah. <laughs> King of Swing. You got, you know. Spray paint, whatever the fuck. Alright, so they are going to do the strut. Airbrush. Airbrush, yeah. Airbrush. So they're doing the strut, the Fargo strut. Alright, sign guy has uh, Philadelphia Hardcore Capital of the World. Alright. Wasted all that ink on that. Alright, another cut to another match. We got a woman outside the ring in one of her last appearances. Oh, nice. Nice spot there from Too Cold pinning El Porto Ricano. Now, these are really brief highlights. Holy shit. Now, we're, now we got Cactus in the ring. You gotta hear this. He is gonna pucker up. <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> when I'm wrist locking Mabel, they're going to be cheering for me. All right, we got the headhunters here. Holy That's shit, big man. Impressive. Wow. Big I'm man a doing a fucking moonsault. Holy. I didn't know they did moonsaults off the top. Shit. That's got to be right. the biggest moonsault I've ever seen. And yeah, that's bigger Vader. than Vader. Nice. There's Francine with a neck brace. She's going to kick Stevie in the nuts. Stevie's talking shit. He gave up that to hang out with the fucking Blue Meanie. Yeah. Eat fucking fast food with Blue Meanie instead of banging Francine. Well, Stevie's apologizing for super kicking Francine. I didn't know anything. And I, I'm... How's Francine even pretending to buy this act from Stevie? She loves him. Sweet cheeks. Sweet she cheeks. Likes... She likes so he to slapped her ass. Sweet cheeks. Yeah, like she likes to be called that. <laughs> Thank you, Batman. Is that you, Sugar Bombs? <laughs> Worst ever. <laughs> yeah, it's me, Sugar Bombs. <laughs> Jack! I thought you were. Dead! Alright, I'll stop. <laughs> Alright, so Stevie's pulled out some fluff. Yeah! <laughs> 
right, so Stevie's telling the whole crowd they used to put fluff and nutter on Francine's tummy and lick it off. That sounds pretty good. Oh. She's licking some fluff off his finger. If I was the pimples, I would just fuck Stevie up already. Fuck you. This basically means that neither of them are banging Francine. Because they're not doing anything. <laughs> uh, Stevie just asked, Are you pregnant? Now Francine is pissed. What do you think? I'm fucking these pitbulls. Fuck you. I'm not fucking these guys. Look at them. <laughs> Pitbull number one doesn't shut the fuck up. He talks forever. <laughs> he talks too fucking much. All right, so she's pissed, and now the pimples are going to fuck him up. So Francine is basically like little sister here with the pimples. Poor guys. They thought they were going to get some action with Francine, and eh-eh. <clears throat> she don't want none. And here come the Eliminators. They're in the ring. The brawl's going on, and Stevie's just fucking super kicking people. Taking the pit bulls. Oh, what a chair shot from Saturn to pit bull number two. Down goes number one as well. And gangsters are here randomly in the corner. Waiting for their match to start. Supposed to be pit bulls versus, I mean, uh, the gangsters. Versus the pit bulls, yeah. Pit bulls versus gangsters. Pipple's in a bad situation. Our new favorite ref is in the house. A mullet man ref. <laughs> Our fellow New Englander. Yeah, look at him. What's his name again? I knew you were going to ask me and I don't remember. <laughs> uh, I thought you were setting me up to know it. No, I was trying to avoid knowing the name. <laughs> he looks like a wrestler dressed as a referee. <laughs> uh, Rick did a whole thing on it already. <laughs> so oh, yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, my memory sucks, dude. Yeah, we didn't commit the name to memory. We just know that he's from New England and he was involved in the Indies here. Yeah, yes. Alright, so 911's come here. Fucking worst punches I've ever seen. Yeah. That ain't no wrestler. Lumini is not a wrestler. Get the fuck out of here. Nine one one choke slam to Stevie Richards. Nine one one does what he does, clears the ring every time. All right, we got another cut. Argument between <laughs> Afonso and and Todd Gordon, and they go at it. All right, Taz is fucked. Fuck this shit. Taz is gonna choke out Todd Gordon. Todd Gordon get choked out like a little bitch. Nine one one made the save for Todd, and then 
We got the Eliminators trying to save Taz. Yeah. And then the brawl breaks out again. Now he's got the hold on 911. He's going to choke out 911. The gangsters are fucking crazy. What a fucking long opening we got here. Recap. Wow. Celtics tied it up. Going into overtime. Shit, yeah, I didn't even notice. <laughs> the refs They're are looking at the call right now, for all I know. With 18 there seconds, and then Curry missed. But back to ECW. Taz choked out 911. Bill Fonzie is uh, just... Yelling, screaming above Taz. This 911 is tapping out here. He's tapping his fingers on the on the mat. He's out. Oh, time. Oh, shit. We got some blood here. Pimple number two is busted open by New Jack. No surprise. One finally breaks the choke. Oh wow! Shit! Nine one one's up, and now he's gonna choke oh, slam Taz and Fonzie. You can't. You cannot do this to Bill Alfonso. That eliminators broke it up. Now he's grabbed them. He's gonna set them up and slam them. Double choke slam to the eliminators. He's definitely right-handed. Yeah, you can tell. He <laughs> really got the guy up and. and... Yeah, tell him, Bill. Oh shit! Pitbull's got New Jack. Ow! Oh, oh, dude! New Jack. Pitbull two put New Jack on his shoulders, and Pitbull number over the top one. Rope. Yeah, clothesline them over the top rope. So New Jack's on the outside. Remember, this is a match. <laughs> Mustafa's been set up on Pitbull number two's shoulders for their finisher. Oh, massive! Sent down. Mustafa's on his back. They're going to roll him over. Here's the count. One, two. Oh, Alfonso runs and breaks the count. And now Todd Gordon jumps in the ring. Holy fuck, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, God. This whole feud, this combination here, eliminators. Gangsters, Pitbulls, Todd Gordon, Alfonso, 911, Taz, Stevie Richards, Blue Me. What the fuck is going on here? Uh oh, Francine. And Francine. Francine about to get super kicked here. Boom! Bang! It started off with Stevie apologizing for super kicking her, and then he just does it again here. Kicks in the face again. <laughs> All that shit. Oh, the gangsters. Gangsters going to get the win here. One, two, three. What a shit you know, show. This, this never felt like a match. Should not wear white shoes. Because that guy's a distraction the whole fucking match. Yeah, what the fuck is up That's with the white shoes? Black shoes? Sneakers. Yeah, he looks like a goof. He's gonna, he even has wrist tape on. Yeah. <laughs> is he going to do a match later? What the fuck's going on? Yes, he's got to throw down. <laughs> Todd Gordon has Fonzie in the aisleway by the by the neck in a chokehold, dragging him. Pitbull's left in the middle of the ring. 
pretending to Francine. Taz is fucking overpowering 911. Oh, man, that was some crazy shit. I mean, that's wild, but I don't know if I like it, because <laughs> it's just so haphazard. It's all over the place. I mean, it's good It's good fun, but for a match, it's like, what the fuck was going on there? Yeah, it wasn't. It just felt like... Like, why is it even a match at this point? The ref was barely in there, and then, then when it's time to make a pin, he's all of a sudden there again with his white boots on. Alright, so we're in the middle of a commercial advertisement for Lost Battalion Hall, February 3rd, 1996 show, which is going to be called the Big Apple Blizzard Blast, and we're going to be covering that in the second half of this episode on episode 146 of ECW Hardcore TV, which will be a good show, a lot of good people coming in, we'll talk more about that when we get to it. I don't know what the fuck this song is, but... <laughs> We've heard it before, just not this much of it. Yeah, it's another garbage-type band. But, yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> I already have our songs for this week. They're done. We got them. And it's from a previous episode. <laughs> We're going to use a couple of songs we've already mentioned, and we'll, I'll mention them again when we get to our breaks. Oh, so it's supposed to be Rey Mysterio versus Psychosis at Lost Battalion Hall. That's going to change. It's going to be a different match. Not that I don't like Psychosis versus Rey, but we're going to get something new. Rey Mysterio versus somebody else making a debut. I'm looking forward to that on the next episode. All right. We got Bubba Ray in the ring. Let's take a listen to him. <laughs> Italian JT Smith. <laughs> oh, is he going to sing? Oh, that's right. JT Smith and Alex Aran have beef going on here, right? All that tie dye. I feel like we saw this already, right? This Doesn't does Axel Ron get pissed and then beat the fuck out of him? Yeah, we saw this in the last episode. Yeah, we definitely saw this. I think. Did we see this? <laughs> I can't. I don't remember. I feel like yeah. we have. You're gonna ask Sounds me familiar. if I remember. Yeah. It. <laughs> well, maybe I watched it like two months ago. <laughs> I love that. You're a nice kid and all that. 
to fit in the family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we do something like this. Oh, so JT attacks Axel Ryan. Oh, he's asking for it. Axel Ryan's going to beat the fuck out of him eventually. Oh, Bubba. Kick to the gut. He's going for the bu 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 Bubba bomb. There it is. And that's it for JT Smith and Axel Rotten. The Dudleys win. That sucked. Yeah. Of course that sucked. It's just a comedy spot. Oh, his Bubba's dancing. He's got moves, man. I wish I could do that little leg thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Alright, so they cut to Axel confronting JT Smith about, like, what the fuck was that? And then JT's like, fuck you. Fucking nails him in the nuts. Alright, but now we got a new match here. We haven't seen this, that's for sure. It's Rob Van Dam versus Sabu. Which will go on to be a future rivalry. Future tag team, too. Sunset flip. And I think this is the point where Sabu is starting to get a little better. Remember the sunset was HBK's finisher in, like, video games. Yes. In the 90s. <laughs> I was like, why doesn't he have the fucking super kick? He didn't have the super kick, but he also did the teardrop suplex. So. That, yes, he did. Yep. All right, so Rob Van Dam is in the first row. Sabu. He's got a chair set up. He's going to hit the rope. Jump off the chair. Dies into the first row. Oh, that looked good. That's good shit. That's hardcore. Crowd's chanting here. ECW chant. That's classic. Right there in front of the straw hat guy who's not wearing a straw hat. He's got like a fucking cowboy hat. A leather cowboy hat. <laughs> hey, look at that dude in the front with the red shirt. Hey! You know, he's fucking drinking <laughs> protein shakes. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! That, I mean, that boo. This guy's got a mug of beer. He's got a mug filled with beer right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like the mug you used to be able to get. Oh, yeah, a regular glass mug. Yeah, oh, shit. Fuck. Bring those back to arenas. <laughs> you probably brought that in. Some asshole started throwing them at wrestlers and <laughs> performers everywhere, and now we can't have them anymore. Well, yep. <laughs> so what I was going to say before you pointed out that mug is, uh, man, what a spot from Sabu doing a backflip oh, off yeah. the ropes into the crowd on the Ravi Nam through a table. Holy shit. Alright, so that's all the highlights we get apparently from Sabu versus Rob Van Dam. And we don't get a we don't get a finish there. But Joey's now gonna send us to a tag team title match. Cactus and Mikey versus Tommy and his mystery partner Shane Douglas. So this would be our first the first action that we see of Shane Douglas. Since his return. Oh, so now they're giving the uh, 
hit the road, Jack, the Cactus Jack. It's funny that Shane Douglas is having his first match back after they fucking were giving him like the na 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 na, hey hey hey, goodbye yeah. shit. <laughs> and now it's time for Cactus to leave and go to and WWF. He's already back. And Cactus is gonna have much greater success in in WWF with what many thought would be a shitty character too in Mankind. Guess What's that's the difference. Guess that's the difference between Mick Foley and. Shane Douglas. Mick Foley made it work. Lack of ego. Yeah. Probably. Two totally different personalities. Definitely. Yep. Alright, so we got oh, some Mike. wrestling action here between Mikey and Tommy. Oh, head scissors from Mikey. Followed up by another one. Tommy looks dazed. Mikey's like a spider monkey in this ring here. With his wizard shirt. <laughs> a spider monkey. I <laughs> <laughs> mean, all of you like a spider monkey. That's accurate. <laughs> That's what he looked like, though. He's just hopping around. <laughs> jumping, on some, jumping on Tommy's back. <laughs> That cactus doesn't want to get in the ring, apparently. What's he going to do here? Doesn't want to help Mikey? He wants Mikey to feel some pain? Feel some pain, Mikey. All right, we got Shane Douglas back in the ring here. Back in action in ECW. Hitting some elbows on Mikey Whipwreck. Oh, he spit at... Shane just spit at... uh. Cactus's face. I love. I like uh, Cactus's shirt here. WWF and F. <laughs> WWF and F. It says something about the new generation on the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Shane Douglas just body slammed Mikey over the top rope onto the ground. Just tosses his ass out. All right, Mikey was vulnerable on the guardrail, and Shane was just going to brutalize him with the chair shot. But Tommy came down and said, no, no, man, don't do it. Took the chair away from him. And Shane just slapped the fuck out of Mikey's face. He's just, look at the way he's just staring at him from the apron. It's so fucking <laughs> creepy. <tedious. laughs> <laughs> Joey mentions the shirt. Hey, my fucking i my uh, Apple Watch just uh, went. Sorry, I don't know anything about that. Does that <laughs> ever happen to you? Where fucking Siri just pops up and talks? Um, very rarely. To I, be I don't know how it, I triggered it. I didn't say shit. I didn't ask very anything. rarely. Sometimes it happens at work, and I'm like, oh, fuck! It's <laughs> just randomly saying something. You might have it on too tight. Think so? The only time I have that issue is if, if I have it like on at the gym and it's on too tight and I grab a weight. Let's listen to Mick Foley first. I'll be glad to join you. 
cheer to beat a never will be like Shane Douglas. Oof. So Shane, <laughs> never will be. Alright. Cactus, Shane, square up. Alright. So this is all clipped up as well. We have them fighting in the corner. Cactus is, man, nailing them. Some forearm shots. What a clothesline. That, was, that kind of sucked. sucked. It did suck. <laughs> I know. Yeah, with his chest. You think if I suck ass him? <laughs> what a clothesline. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, that's a nice snap suplex, though. Made up for it. All right, Tommy's tagged back in. Tommy's whipping Cactus into the God of Real and over. All right, now it's time for some frying pans. I just got a fucking Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. Holy shit. The fuck is that? That was awesome. And this has got a squash. 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 Like a squash. By the way, he put a squash between his fucking nuts. Squashed his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's the frying pan. What the fuck is that? Oh, it's like a mannequin. Holy shit, that sounded bad. It slammed the mannequin torso over uh, McFoley's head. That's the kind of shit that Jeffrey Dahmer used to sleep with when he was a kid. Yeah. No kidding. If you watched the show. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh, you did. Award. You did. The oh, Jeffrey I didn't Dahmer know. Show? Yeah, I did. I didn't see the awards. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought you were saying, you didn't know I watched it? Yeah, of course I did. Oh. Yeah, well, last time we talked about it, you had to watch like an episode, and you weren't sure if you were going to Oh, yeah. It. I ended up fucking blowing through it. Oh, all right. I watched like some of the interviews and shit, too. Like, I went deep. Yeah. I, I always go deep into that shit, too. But what's like the TV awards? He won the fucking that Grammys. Best actor. Not the Grammys. That's music. Uh, no, Emmys. Not an Oscar. Emmys. Emmys. Yeah, pretty sure he got the Emmy for that, for his role. Fuck! I didn't even know he's nominated or anything. Shit! I have to go back and look. He deserved that. I didn't think he was gonna get nominated because of the role. I thought. Yeah, it was like what's it? Best actor. Yeah, yeah that's sure what I would have been. Actor. Shit. I think uh, better Fam, call Saul or I think. Uh, I have to look. I didn't think yeah. that was coming up already. Oh, nice clothesline off the chair. Yeah, I don't really pay attention to the awards, but like, they like oh, popped up on my Twitter feed, and it was like, oh, this person. I was like, oh shit, fucking shit. I like actually won an award. <laughs> they, like, good shit never wins awards. It's always dumb shit. <laughs> right. Fucking hipsters like. <laughs> Shane Douglas just mooned the crowd. What a dickhead. 
He's really letting that, really letting that blood rush to his head here, Mike. Yeah, he is. Oh, he's been holding him up for a while. Oh, and he's down. Mikey's busted open here. Shane is proud of his work. But he better not let Mikey stay down there for too long. Mikey will. Oh, well, we don't get to see what Mikey does because we cut to another segment. <laughs> and that Nintendo is still in play. We got a Nintendo set up in the middle of the ring. You know, Tommy's going to have to watch out before Mikey punches him out with that Nintendo. Oh, DDT onto the Nintendo. The Nintendo. The Nintendo, as all five-year-olds would say. The Nintendo. What the fuck? Now Raven's here all of a sudden. Is he using the Nintendo as well? <laughs> he just gave the even flow or DDT at this point. I don't think they call it even flow. But he nailed Tommy with it. When do they start calling it that? I don't know. Probably sometime soon. I think it was in 96. Why did Dream Dreamer just DDT Shane Douglas? The cactus just DDT Shane Douglas. Oh, we'll talk. The black t-shirts threw me off, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that was cactus. Was Tommy Dreamer even there? Tommy Dream is laid out somewhere right yeah, now. Right. Oh, he was just yeah, thrown into the guardrail. <laughs> the there he is. Uncute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nintendo's back in the ring. Hey, I want that. I'm kind of pissed that they're abusing a fucking master system like that. Alright, if you had to guess, what video game is in there if there is a video game? If oh, drop the hold into a steel chair. One, two, and that's it. I knew that had to be the finish. What a drop toe hold from Cactus to Shane Douglas. Shane Douglas' head crashes through the steel chair. And Cactus retains the tag team titles. And the Celtics win in overtime by three points, baby. I never doubted them. I knew, <laughs> I knew the Jays would show up eventually. I fucking knew it. Yeah. They had to make it. You know, good for they TV. They talking shit, and that's what they do. They prove me wrong when I start talking shit. Hey, look at this Fonzie Must Die shirt on it's the screen. Fucking awful. Doesn't that's even look horrible. Like, looks, looks like, like shit. Flamenco. I'm punch out. <laughs> Alright, so back to my question. What video game would be in that Nintendo, do you think? Yeah. Fucking Gyromite. Gyromite. <laughs> I, was, I was just uh, thinking uh, Paperboy was in there. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we got a promo here from Shane Douglas. Let's try to take a listen to it. So I cast again and again you wouldn't. But Cactus Jack, finally at the end when you saw the blood trickling down the face of your friend Mikey Whitbrack, you decided that it was time to get hardcore. <laughs> and you got hardcore. It was by design, Cactus Jack, that you smashed my face into that chair. I decided that that's what I would have you do, and like the pawn being played in a chess game, you did it. So February 17th, Cactus Jack, ECW Arena, we are going to get it on. Hardcore and extreme. <laughs> Shane loves doing that little laugh at them. <laughs> Alright, so November to remember. Advertisement here. 
Alright, so... I mean, we can't fucking keep talking about this November to remember. <laughs> but man, it does get me every time hearing this fucking Guns N' Roses. I feel like taking a piss break during this segment here. I think JV's taking a piss break. <laughs> no. I like the song. <laughs> Just chilling out, vibing. <laughs> Superstar. Yeah. Well, at this point, you know, Austin has already debuted as the ringmaster January 30th. Hey, the black and red tights looked good on him, though. They did. Sandman drunk dancing over there. Did you ever figure out what sneakers those were? Like the Sean Kemp's or something, right? Sandman's? Yeah. Look at it's the same one Todd Gordon has on. Look at No, those are different. Those are different? Yeah. I thought you said they were uh Scotty Pippen. No, not Scotty Pippen. No, we Sean Kemp. Right? Yeah, is that what I said? Yeah, you said Sean Kemp. Yeah. yeah. Pulling. <laughs> Sean Kemp, I have to take a look at him. Let me see. Sean Kemp. Alright, so Rick Beebe was able to look up all those random finishes that, you know, were top and bottom spots. Maybe he can figure out the sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> what were Sandman's sneakers? They're probably some just generic Kmart sneakers. They look like... No, they look like the Sean... I'm looking at them now. They look like the black and white Sean Kemp's. Alright. Reeboks. They do. They really do. That would have been around this time. Uh, well, it says 1995 Reebok release. The Kamikaze. Yeah, it would have been this time. Right. That's what they were called. The Kamikazes. Yeah, Sean Kemp. The Kamikaze. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so it would have been right at this time. Rose Rock and Comic Gotta be it. It's probably gold for a pretty dollar right now. I bet. Probably went for a lot at the time, too, right? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Buying sneakers then. <laughs> Alright, so we got a title match here. Sandman. Give me a light. Rolls his own. That dude right there pointing at Sandman. He's a uh, he's a big time WWF guy. He was like at all the shows back in the day, especially the Madison Square Garden shows. He was like on every pay per view in the early nineties in the front row with the guy that always had like the Roddy Piper shirt. Mm hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Vladimir. Uh, oh shit! Uh, oh look at it's Kimono on a Leia with Raven. Her ass is just hanging out in those jean shorts. Stands the test of time. Oh. Man. Come on, Juan. Leia. Come on, Juan. Ah. Da, 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 da. Oh, is that from Wayne's World or he does that? Come on, Juan. Leia. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> in Wayne's World 2, I think. No, Austin Powers. No, it's it's Wayne's World 2 when he's with um, Tia Carrere. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. In the opening, like one of the, it's one of the early scenes when they're in bed. 
Yep. And he's doing like the camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two. And I think it's within that scene that he does the kimono on Alea. But also, Kimono Anale is also mentioned in uh, Grumpier Old Men. The yes. second Grumpy Old Men with Bird. Yeah, Burgess Meredith says it. Or it might be the first one. Either, either way, Burgess Meredith says it. Come on, I want Alea. Yeah, they're in a restaurant or at the bar or whatever. Yeah, it's part two. It's part two. He's like, I've been to Hawaii. <laughs> like, what island? He's like, come on, I want Alea. <laughs> come on, I want Alea. See, I remember dumb shit like that, but I can't remember fucking <laughs> the fact that Rick Beebe covered a fucking whole biography on the referee. <laughs> we don't remember his name. It's like Paul Allen or something like that. I can remember Gyromite, but I can't remember that. <laughs> no, it's not Paul Allen. <laughs> Paul Allen's Paul from American Allen. Ho- yeah. American uh, Psycho. Look at that card. The Sarah. Paul Sarah. Allen. The watermarks. <laughs> Fuck Paul Allen. Is it Jared Leto, right? It's Paul Allen. Maybe it was Paul Allen. It is Paul Allen. No, it's not Paul Allen. Rick's probably like, these fucking dumbasses can't remember shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rick. <laughs> and I definitely have my volume up too high. There we go. Alright, so... Ref is already fucking down. Brutal cane shots back and forth. Raven has the cane... um, Same man's down. With his kamikazes. Yeah, those are definitely the kamikazes. Because now I can see the Reebok symbol where it's placed. Near the toe. (laughs) I just looked at the photo there. Good call, JV, man. Shit. Jeez. I know what Rick will be able to do now. Rick will be able to get us the price of the kamikazes. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you they're on StockX, too. No. Hmm. Imagine walking around in sneakers like that, like, today. I mean, depending on what you're wearing. Jordan 11 breads in original box, everything. I wear them once in a great while. Couldn't afford them when I was a kid, so I bought them now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Ooh. All right, so we got more shit show going on here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you not Just hear fine? me? All right. Yeah. One side of my headphones went like dead for a second. It just dumps all the chairs on them. That feels like shit. I don't even like bumping into those chairs. Wow. <laughs> Look at Sandman just tripping all over the place. <laughs> Sandman is all sorts fucked. of hazards in the ring. All right, you have all the hazards of the chairs in the ring, all the nonsense going on outside the ring with Stevie, Kimona, Tommy. Bumps Raven just took too. Yeah, those are rough. Rough, I tell you. 
just flattens a chair on his face. <laughs> he just nails it. Same man going to the top rope right now for you? Yep. All right, man, misses. He just fucking botched yep. the leg drop. <laughs> just missed the leg drop. Oh, DDT. Is this it? Raven yeah. wins the title. Raven's the champ. Look at the fucking Unabomber in the front row. Hey, hey Sandman. Maybe you shouldn't drink so many fucking hey, beers. The Unabomber's on the side of Willy Wonka. Oh, they're gone. I, I saw him. Look at these people leaving. They're pissed. Some people are pissed that Raven's the champ. Wow. Oh, remember this commercial? Of course. This was like from two years ago. Why is this back all of a sudden? This fucking guy. These fucking jack dudes. Strength systems. Whoa! <laughs> Strength systems USA. One eight hundred seven two two firm. All right, let's take a listen to the new champ in those little big titties, LBTs. <laughs> Oh my god. He totally needs Beulah. But Raven keeps insisting that Beulah means nothing to him and never did. I don't believe him. Do you? Nevertheless, earlier this evening, the situation was resolved between the sand. That's got to be some good sex for Raven, though, from Kimona. Knowing that Kimona knows, like, you still want Beulah. So I get a double fuck, yeah, even harder to make sure you forget about her. Yep. <laughs> So Raven's getting fucking some good kimono banging because she's insecure about him going back to her. <laughs> man, that's the shit that goes on, man. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy not to be young. Oh, a woman's done. This is it. This is my chance to go fucking with a real champ, Ric Flair. See you yeah. later, man. Go to real promotion. <laughs> I know you lost, but it's okay. You know why? This is fantastic. What the hell do you mean it's fantastic? It's great. It's great. You know why? It's great. Now you can come. See, man, you weren't the champ anyway. Woman was. Right. Come with you. Yes, come with me. Yo, I am the king of extreme. Unlike you, I got a little loyalty to the ECW. You listen here. I made you. That's right. Oh, 
Still two colds in the ring now. As this woman pours out the beer. Oh. That's got to piss off Shaman big time. You just poured that beer. It's all about money, right? Let's see what she's talking about. Well, how much money are you talking about? Yo! You talk to me. You don't talk. Oh, Shaman's like, I'm the pimp. She's my slut. My trick, yeah, whatever. It's gonna be me, or it's gonna be who the is it gonna be? He's getting tense here between Sandman and Tuco. Who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna be? So evidently, huh? well, like my daddy said, oh, um, what's it gonna be, Scorp? Well, me? What's that, man? All right, what the fuck's going on? Come on. This is kind of bad. Because it's too cold. <laughs> he even does it here. Stop. Yeah. All right, Tuchel's going to join Sandman. His worst decision ever. <laughs> worst decision ever. <laughs> Stakes were made. <laughs> we're walking out on you. Became superstars. Boom, there it is. And I'm gone. <laughs> oh, now he's going to kidnap woman. And he's patting her ass. He's just grabbing a whole ass cheek right there. Good for him. <laughs> he just uh, abducted woman. Took her away. Yeah, he kidnapped her. And now the crowd's loving it. Sand man, sand man. He wants a beer. Get my beer. All right. Apparently, Scorpio's back, and he's going to feed his new boyfriend some beer. He's going to pour it down. And butt ice. Butt ice, man. Wow. Oh, and he smashed him in the head with it. <laughs> and they're going to hug it out. Bros right there. Crowd loves it. So, woman's gone. <laughs> Raven's the champ. Sandman. Sandman looks, though. Right, he does look badass. All bloodied. He looks thin as fuck too. It looks like yeah, he lost like, like he twenty lost pounds. He looks good. Doesn't look like, like a fucking twenty five pounds. Right. He doesn't even have a stomach. Like, whoa shit, what happened? Alright, so a lot of shit jam packed into that episode. It was tough to keep up with at times, man. Just so many cuts and I mean they crammed everything that happened on that night on one episode. That January twenty seventh ECW Arena show. Man, that was action-packed. Debut of Kimona here. Raven wins the championship. Woman's gone. Fucking Cactus Jack beating Shane Douglas. Shane Douglas back in the ring. 
brother and them Sabu. Jesus, man, so much. A lot of fucking action there. So, hope you guys enjoyed it. That was fun. We're going to take a quick little break and got a little song for you that we talked about a couple weeks ago. It was one of the songs that were played during one of the advertisements for an upcoming ECW show. The song is The Natural One. I'm the one natural one. Make it easy. <laughs> that song. <laughs> Remember that, JV? Nope. That song? No? No. <laughs> All right. I'll hear it when I hear it. When you hear it, you'll be yeah. oh, okay. Mike just doesn't know what he's talking about. He can't sing for shit. <laughs> All right. Can't hold can't hold, can't hold, <laughs> can't hold a tune. <laughs> Alright, so anyway, it's the Folk Implosion Natural One. So take a listen to that, and we'll be right back with the next episode of ECW Hardcore TV from February 6, 1996. For the second half of the Extreme ECW Livecast, 
And we are covering ECW Hardcore TV 146 from February 6th of 1996. And this is Season 4, Episode 6 on Peacock, if that's where you're checking it out. And we're going to have a runtime of about 50 minutes and 40 seconds. Just about the same time as the last episode. And these matches here are going to be from the February 3rd, 1996 show at Lost Battalion Hall in Queens, New York at Regal Park. And this show will become known as the Big Apple Blizzard Blast. So that's what we're going to get into now. And we're going to get some good matches. And I don't want to spoil anything. We got two big matches. And you know, they're going to be some good ones to check out. So let's get right into it. JV, you ready for this? Yes, sir. All right. I don't know if I am. I got to click play. <laughs> oh, actually, I am good. All right. I'll give a countdown three down to one. When I say play, we all click play and get started here. February 6th, 1996. Three, two, one, play. Oh, get some legs. Get some barely any shorts. Oh, we got some titties. Come on, I want to lay out. Oh, so Raven's introducing Kimona here. Oh, no. <laughs> He's not. He tosses her away and says, her away. I'm introducing the championship belt. Raven is the champ. What a fucking badass. What a heel. All right, so, JV, I, I did look during a break. We were talking about Dahmer and uh, Evan Peters winning an award yeah. or whatever. It was the Golden Globes. Oh. Golden Globes. Not the Emmys. Golden Globes is good. That's, um, that's the combination of movies and TV. That award show. So he won uh, Best Actor for Miniseries. So it gets broken down by that because that was like a just a one-year one show. Yep. So there's a category for that. So he won Best Actor for that. Nice. Yeah. yeah I know he won something. Yeah. The fucking difference between all these awards. Yeah, there, there's so many. There's like Best Actor for Comedy, Best Actor for Drama, Best Actor for Limited Series, Anthology Series. Or TV movie. Reading like a year and a half, two years ago, like two years ago, it was the middle of COVID. How like irrelevant the awards are now. Yeah, then I guess they're not as relevant. No, because like they don't like they used to be a bigger deal to get actors or actresses signed to like big movies. It doesn't matter. But they don't really matter anymore because it's. It doesn't matter because there's so much competition. Yeah, so many like, streaming services that have their own original content, and, and, and a it's good like actor oh, it doesn't mean a good draw at the box office, right? It's like, uh, right? There is no box office really anymore. I mean, there'll be the big movies that get money, but mm-hmm. you don't need to compete with them anymore. Like a movie like back in two thousand two. A Beautiful Mind. <clears throat> that that got lucky to get as big as it did back then. But today, a movie like A Beautiful Mind, if it was made today, wouldn't even bother competing at box office. It would just be on some streaming service. Yeah, Hallmark. <laughs> Hallmark. Not fucking Hallmark. But anyway. Alright, so we're getting this fucking shitty Fonzie shirt again. <laughs> Man. Oh, I'm... I gotta take a picture of this and post it on uh, on Twitter. And he looks like a puppet. 
That's what he looks like, JV. Fonzie looks <laughs> yeah, like a puppet. He, he looks like <laughs> Night of the Living Dummy from Goosebumps. That's what he this looks like. Alright, here it is. This is, instead of Rey Mysterio Jr. versus Psychosis, which is what was supposed to happen this night, it's the debut, debut of Juventud Guerrera. 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 Or as they'll say, Guerrera. <laughs> but it is Guerrera. Hey, hey, Joey Styles is actually saying it right. The way that it's supposed to be pronounced. So my mother-in-law, she's from Colombia. And uh, she, she says things that I thought were one way that are totally different. Like, for instance, she's from a town in, Col in Colombia called uh, what we would say is Pereira. Pereira. Yeah. But her pronunciation of it, and that's her fucking town that she grew up in, it's Pereira. Yeah, I know that because of Pereira. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Some people were from places like, like UFC. That. When you watch UFC, they, like, pronounce the name... Like, it's, it's how it's said from, like, its origin, not, like, the Americanized version. Yeah. Like, the guy that beat fucking Stylebender. Just his name was Alex Pereira. Pereira. All right, yeah. Yeah, I didn't oh, know that. He would say like, it, Pereira. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess with the E-I-R-A, it gets, you know, like, dragged out kind of. Like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny, though, because we'll always bitch, though, like, because we're from this little tiny Portuguese segment in New England that we think we know the pronunciation of names, and it's totally different. Like, Mock Tech, we would say Texera, but it's Mock Teixeira. Teixeira, yeah. Right, but no, it's Texera because that's how I always heard it. <laughs> And then, it, like, even Alvin Kamara. Kamara. Yeah. Well, I'm talking a bunch of shit, but missing a lot of action here. Hooventude has some... A different type of style mask that he's going to be known to be wearing. He's got, like, a Conan-style mask right now. I like the Conan-style mask. Yeah, I like the little dreads. Hey, what's up with all these pads outside the ring? The way it flows. What the fuck is this? We got the little guys here. Oh, well, it's Lost Battalion Hall, so maybe they want to have the pads. It. Yeah, maybe they required it. To get and the, there's our, there's our ref. I really do think it's Paul Allen, <laughs> something like that. That sounds right to me. <laughs> I love this getup that Mysterio has. Like the color scheme? Yeah, the color scheme yeah. looks great. It's great. Buffalo Bills. No, oh, don't even. <laughs> that, uh, I'm really conflicted with Buffalo Bills because I love Josh Allen. And I want him to have success and be like yeah, a top guy. Yeah, you hate them because you got picked on when you went to a game. Yeah, just like you Bill Burr. Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> you know Bill Burr got picked on too? 
when he wore the Bills game. Yeah, I bet everyone gets picked on there. Yeah, we weren't Patriots shit. They're assholes, man. That's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> like they're big assholes. They're fucking cunts. Like yeah, <laughs> I used to be when I was younger. Fuck the Bills fans. You fucking lost four years in a row because bad comma assholes. You wear a fucking Pacers jersey to the Celtics game. What the fuck hey, are you doing here? The what would be the ultimate fuck you to the Bills this year? Is if the Bills make it to the Super Bowl and the Dallas Cowboys happen to make it and Cowboys beat them in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking... That would suck. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. I never want the Cowboys to win. I don't want the Cowboys to win either, but fuck the Bills. Every fucking kid that made a terrible decision in the 90s and decided to live with it being a fucking Cowboys fan. And they're still Cowboys fans yeah, to this man, day. I'm still fan, too. Like, fuck you. <laughs> You're just too stubborn to admit you should have been a Patriots fan. Well, it was tough to become a Patriots fan back then. No, it wasn't. I mean, it's your Once home they, team. I, I became a fan Once you of change the... Uh, they got Bledsoe. People act like they yeah. kid people out like the Patriots sucked up when they, they weren't that bad. No, they had Ben Anyone, I mean, they yeah. made the Super Bowl. Come on. Anyone over like 50, 50 or over, really experienced like the shitty Patriots. Yes. Right. We we, we're really. not included in that. I hate that. People are like, oh, you weren't there for the baddiest. No. I was fucking not six. Not really. Right. I was three. Even when, I mean, I, even when I was fucking two, one, they were in the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I remember watching some shitty football on Sundays at my grandparents' house with my dad when the Patriots sucked. Yeah, they were. They 92, sucked. 92, 93, first, yeah, 94. When they first drafted Bledsoe, they sucked, but they were a young team that got better. Yeah, I didn't know they that. They were in the Super Bowl in 96. Yeah. Right. Right, by the time I was in eighth grade, they were in the Super Bowl. Yeah. They had fucking Bledsoe and Curtis Martin, and they got Ben Coates, and they got Terry Glenn, and then. They had Bruce Armstrong on the line. They had Bill Parcells as the fucking coach. Bill Parcells as the coach. Then Pete Carroll. <laughs> but yeah, nice action going on here in the ring. Despite this uh, football talk. Hooventude slowly goes for a count there. Not looking too, as, too impressive as I thought he would. Nah, these but, guys aren't, they're not moving that quick. Yeah. It's not the pace of match we're used to. Right, it, this is definitely not on the level of a psychosis for a Mysterio match. I mean, I'm, I mean, I guess, you know, I'm just thinking, like, does Ray have much experience with Hooventude at this point? How many maybe matches not. have they had? Maybe, maybe they're not totally comfortable. I mean, that's something that could be looked into. How often do they have matches? Maybe a Hooventude profile is coming from Rick Beebe. A little background yeah, on Hoovy. Yeah. Some Hoovy juice. That would be good because I never really looked into it. I always liked him, but I never looked at what he really did before he came on the scene. Oh, I like how they covered up the basketball hoops with the ECW banners. So it didn't look so shitty. I mean, yeah, it looks better on camera with that way. Yeah. I didn't realize that was until that past angle that it was on a yeah. backboard. Yep. 
There's a few more that are not covered, but hey. At least get the one that's on the camera most of the time. Oh, and there we go. Nice Hurricane Rana from Ray. Going for another one? Oh, super. I thought Hooventude was going to get the better of that. And, oh, Ray got it. Hey, front row guys. That's ECW Arena dudes all the way up here in Queens. Not like it's all the way up there, but they took the ride. The Howard Stern guy sitting next to Crackhead guy. <laughs> oh! Ow! Oh my god! That looked like a botch. That looked like Ray broke his neck. Yeah, that did not look good. Holy shit. But, I mean, they ended the match. <laughs> they decided, alright, that's enough. One, two, three. Ray Mysterio gets the win here. In his debut of Juventud Grata. Oh, we got Joel Gertner doing the ring announcing. Doing the Spanish. Ooh. Oh, Ray's got a title. Welterweight champion Gold. of the world. Yeah, I don't know where he said it was from, but yeah, welterweight champ. Probably from AAA, I guess. Hey, doesn't Lance sound like Rick Beebe? Yeah, he does a little bit. <laughs> he does. <Yeah. laughs> the quality control says it sounds just like Lance. Fuck, maybe Rick is going for that. <laughs> Conspiracy. Oh, I know what you're doing, Rick. You're going for the Lance and the Rick's the a time central. That's why he knows all these facts. <laughs> Same cadence and everything. Love it. Good shit. Alright, so what do we got here? Just a fucking random commercial with never, never land. Without the Sandman playing? It's just highlights. Body Genetti. <laughs> Sean. What are fake titties? Like the world's first fake titties. Yeah. <laughs> when fake titties were like job. just horrible and just like round balls inside skin. How much do I have to pay? Those titties looked like you took, you know, like the the ball pits at like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Like you took two of those things and put them in someone's skin. Same stretch marks and all. <laughs> And if you lick them, you might cut your tongue because the uh, like the plastic. Is on it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking hard. Sharp plastic. Alright, so we're going to get a recap of the tag team match. Oh, Hype Central. Alright, that's not quite Rick Bibby in this one, but... Some of the, uh... The more low-key Lance Wright segments here. 
Alright, so we got Glasgow High School. February 16, 1996, Sabu vs. Cactus Jack. This is a Friday night show, so this is, this is definitely not on... This is not going to be on ECW Hardcore TV. But this is primed to be like ECW fan cam shit. Then the following day on the 17th, they're going back to ECW Arena. We're going to get Franchise Shane Douglas versus Cactus Jack. The match we've been waiting for. Rematch for the world title. Raven versus Sandman. Eliminators and Dances TV versus Pipples and Francine. This will be a super card. February 17th. I think it's called Just Another Night. I think. Or is it Cyber Slam? That might be Cyber Slam. Yeah, that's Cyber Slam coming up on February 17th. And we are going to do another super card special soon. And I think we're going to do Cyber Slam. So the show that they're promoting there, I think that's what we're going to do next for a super card show. They already named saying? another one, Big Ass Extreme Bash. So I did hear that correctly. <laughs> the Big Ass Extreme Bash. <laughs> and that's going to be at Lost Battalion Hall. They're going there every month now. We're there in January. Now here they are in February, and they already got a show ready for March. Big Asterisk Extreme Bash. Yeah, the Big Asterisk Extreme Bash. Get your tickets call 610-544-0421. Alright, let's take a listen to Cactus and Mikey <laughs> with the Mr. Potato Head. Look, Mikey. He can't even wear glasses because he's hardcore! I need these sessions with you, Mikey. I need them to help me feel whole again, to tame my aggressions, because you are the only one, Mikey, who stood by my side. Tommy Dreamer, <laughs> not likely. Shane Douglas, he just ran away. The ECW fans, <laughs> But you've always been my side. You've been my crutch when I cannot walk. You've been my sunshine when skies are gray. If I asked you nice enough, would you kill somebody for me? I guess so. <laughs> Madison Square Garden, me and you, the smoking guns. What do you think? Mikey dolls, you start showing that fire. Possessed. Vince will love you. What do you say, Mikey? Cactus, I'm happy here. They're these. We could be wearing these. I could win them for us all over again. In the World Wrestling Federation. Fire! What do I tell Vince? Wow, just name dropping Vince like that? <laughs> yeah. Was this when he was helping them, though? Like, financially, or no? Yeah, I think... Yeah. I think it was at that point already. Mm. Getting ideas for the Attitude Era. 
Yeah, there was definitely some kind of working agreement at this point. Rest in peace, Coolio. Yeah, rest in peace. Oh, well, we got rest in peace going on. Rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. Man, Briscoe's fucking yeah, great that tag. crazy. Very unfortunate news. Yeah. Young guy. Our age. Family. Kids. Any word on how his family members that were in the car accident are doing? I haven't seen something. anything yet. I haven't, okay. haven't looked. Alright, so we're back to action here. We got the Eliminators in the ring. Best thing Terry Saturn did was shave his head. Yes. Gotta get rid of that hair, man. Doesn't look badass at all. Alright, it's Cactus. One half of the tag team champions, along with his partner, Mikey Whipwreck. Oh, Raven's starting a fight with Mikey. What the fuck's going on here? World champion thinks he has pull now. Just come down and smack around Mikey. Mikey was the champ before you, bitch. Ah, so... Okay, so it's Raven, Mikey, and Cactus... All together. Mikey looks thrilled to be here. Joe Gartner is gonna set things up for us here. Paul Richard, that's his name. Paul Richard, not Paul Allen. Paul Richard. Hey. Paul. I should know that. Stupid said ass. Last time he said his name too. Well, they didn't say it earlier, but. Hey, Paulie! Hey, Paulie! Shiny white shoes. Hey, Molly! Paul Molly! Paul Mullet. <laughs> oh, young Joel Gertner is this ring announcer. This guy's gonna go on to be a fucking hilarious dude. That's going to be a surprising thing for you, JV, for this ring announcer to become what he becomes over time. Yeah, he's like, he's, never saw it coming. He's forgettable right now. Right. A lot of beef between Raven and Mikey Whipwreck, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck's going on? How the fuck's Raven pushing Mikey around? How does Mikey just kick him in the dick? Kick him in the balls. You don't have any balls anyway. Yeah, what the fuck's the deal here? Cactus has to step between them. Leave Mikey alone, man. I'm just getting pushed and pushed like that. Mikey needs to tackle his ass. Very disrespectful behavior. It's like bullying him. <laughs> just being a cocksucker. Being a dillweed. Alright, so what the fuck is... 
Alright, so it's the Eliminators versus Cactus and Mikey. What the fuck is Raven doing there? He's being a cunt. He, like, followed them out. Everything just kept pushing Mikey. Yeah. Cactus should have fucked him up, then. Maybe Raven's like, hey, Mike, you're being a pussy. This guy's leaving. Why are you fucking hanging out with him still? Something to that effect. Even myself, I've been getting on Mikey's case recently for the company he keeps, but he's doing an admiral thing. He's being loyal to what he feels is a lifelong friend. And that friendship has cost him some fans. But who wouldn't want a friend like Mikey Whitwreck, who's going to stick by you through thick and thin? They would never, ever sign Mikey. No, never. <laughs> Just like Sandman would never. Well, <laughs> I can't say that because WWE did sign him. But <laughs> nowadays they would, but not back then. No. But yeah, there were certain people that you know they weren't going. Cactus encouraging Mikey, and his friendship with Mikey may be the only endearing quality Cactus Jack has left. Yeah, WCW was. The the only shot for most of these guys. They tie up again. Mikey shoved down to the canvas for a second time. Saturn in Mikey's face. <laughs> it's funny, as WWF only took some of these guys until they were able to prove themselves in WCW. Like, all right, you proved yourself in WCW. We'll take you now. Yeah, like three out of the four guys in this match. Right. Well, they never took Mikey and they never took Cronus, but they took Saturn. Cronus was never in that in WWE? Nope. Really? Oh, I thought he was like a masked guy or something. No. Hmm. I mean, Cactus, he already spent time in WCW, so him be being taken from here is not the same. Right. Because he already has a proven track record. Just like Steve Austin. Yeah, Saturn had to go to WCW before they would take him. And Sandman never. Although he did appear on WWF TV through the working relationship of ECW and WWF at the time. Well, he was there for lat one well, later. Yeah, the later shit. The f with the new ECW. Yeah, but Mikey never was, right? I don't think Mikey was even ever around for the, the WWE ECW. Yeah, I don't think they ever brought him in at all. Like one night stand, all that with Cena and shit. I don't think there. so. I think he might have been involved in something with the early stuff, like around this time. But even that, I'm not sure of. I, I actually, I, th I think he was because I feel like Jerry Lawler was making fun of him in a match on Raw. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that did happen. Hey, so yeah, that's a, that's another thing for us to look into or for Rick to check out. <laughs> 
Nice side side head takeover. Yeah, it's getting over. some momentum now. Yeah. What's that about? Yeah, what the fuck, Cactus? Mikey's just did a nice spot, and you, you ran in and broke it up. Cactus wants Mikey to be a little bit more tough. Cactus basically tagged himself in and he wants to take over. And just grabbed the mic. What's he gonna say? Oh. Cactus being a dickhead now. Telling Mikey to get the hell out of here if you're not going to help me out. And I'll retain these titles just like I won them by myself. Yeah, not Mikey's night. Bullied by oh. Raven. And <coughs> Cactus Shack didn't even help him. Now, now he's turning on him, basically. Yeah. Poor Mikey. All right, nice elbow from Cactus to Perry Sad. Nice leg drop from Cactus down to Saturn. Going for a cover. One, two, kick out. All right, Cactus tags Mikey in. He wants Mikey to be aggressive. But Mikey doesn't kick Saturn as it was set up and goes for an armbar. Now, that doesn't make sense. I... I'm, I could be on Cactus' side right here, man. What the fuck's wrong with yeah. giving a little kick Why to the fucking side? Why would you put him in a fucking armbar? It's like, Mikey, what are, you, are you asking for this? I think he's just being stubborn. Hey, you're doing stupid shit. Now the Eliminators are taking over and going to beat the fuck out of Mikey. Double sweep. Mikey's on his back and rolled over on his, on his stomach and Cronus... He's about to put a beating on him. It's going to whip him to one corner. He's going to go for a... Yeah, nice cotwheel handspring. Oh! Nice. Good spot. I love that from Cronus. 290 pounds. It's like a gymnast. Gymnast. That's a lot of upper body strength to do all that shit. Like, hell of core strength. Yes. For a guy with a beer butt. Beer belly. <laughs> a beer butt? <laughs> Got a bear butt and a bear belly. But dunk a dunk. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Cronus, don't even give me that Hugh Morris laugh. I don't want to hear it. Shut the fuck up. You're not Hugh Morris. Already is a fucking another indie guy that does the same shit. That actually got a job and you didn't. Cut the shit. I can't see Mikey finishing this match or leaving this arena with as tag team partner or no partner of, Mick, of uh, Cactus Shack. No, this is going to end, right? It has to. There's already too much tension between the two. We know Cactus is leaving. 
So it's not like he's going to leave on good terms with Mikey. He's got to leave a big asshole. So he's probably just going to let, let Mikey get his ass kicked. That's what I'm thinking. I think you're on the same page. I mean, it's kind of foreshadowing since it's yeah. the match. Right. Which is my favorite storytelling. When there's foreshadowing and you can see it coming, that's good. Yeah. Because you want to At that point, it's like, you know, something's going to happen. It's like, how did he get there? Right. And you want to watch it. And you want to see it yeah, happen. See how it plays out. Right. The last thing you want is to be barely paying attention to something because you don't think anything's going to happen. And then you miss something happening because you didn't give a fuck. That's not good storytelling. <laughs> It's like if you're reading a book and nothing is leading up, there's no foreshadowing to something happening, you stop reading the book, you never get to what was good. Same shit. So that's, you know, the one big problem in wrestling was when they try to do shock value and just do random shit out of nowhere. It doesn't it make sense. Sometimes, but it does sometimes. Come, like cadence to it, though. Right. But for the most part, the story should make sense. Be building up something. There should be some hint. There should have been something that, like, maybe you missed it, but it was there. And if you go back, then it's like, oh, shit, it was there. Like rewatching a movie where there was a plot twist. And it was like, oh, okay. I should have known. Oh, nice clothesline out of the ring from Cactus to Cronus. And Saturn goes flying over the top rope and Nick Foley pulls the top rope down. And he is in charge here. Mikey's not helping him out at all because Mikey's all fucked up. And Cactus Jack is handling the Eliminators at this point. Wow. Springboard off the bottom rope <laughs> with a back clothesline into Cronus. Bang, bang. Yeah, we got the bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang oh, on the door, baby. Not gonna lie, sir. <laughs> okay. Bang, bang. Oh, we broke a bottle. Holy shit. Mike, he's like, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> Uh-oh. Cactus has a broken bottle. He's going after Perry Saturn. Mikey is stopping him. Cactus, just get the fuck out of here, kid. I'm fucking this guy up. I'm going to cut his hair with this fucking shit. <laughs> wow. Drop kicked him in the back. All right, so Mikey fucking trying to save the that's day. It. That's it for Mikey now. Yeah. Mikey just dug his own grave. Mikey doesn't save Cactus, I don't think, in that situation. It's over but Mikey's you, picking bro. up steam. Oh, he's going hard at the Eliminators. Well, we know at this point, right? Mikey's got the Eliminators. It's the Frank and Mikey. Cactus is going to fuck this up for him. Let's just see it happen. Ooh, a boot. Cactus just took off one. Whose boot is that? It was a random boot. Oh, somebody from the crowd threw it in. Oh, Mikey got tossed into the cactus. Total elimination. <coughs> oh, 
Holy shit! Whoa. He got crushed. Holy fuck. Oh! Eliminators win the titles! Shit! I wasn't even thinking wow. that. Shit. I wasn't even thinking of a title change. I just thought, like, some bullshit would happen. and His vertebrae Wow. All right. That makes sense. Cactus Jack is leaving, so take the title off of him. Split them wow. up. And give the titles to the Eliminators. All right. So this is going to help build up Pitbull's Eliminators feud. The Eliminators got the gold. Raven's back in the ring, and he's attacking Mikey again. What are we missing here with Mikey and Raven? Like, what the fuck? Is Raven just starting a new feud with Mikey, maybe? Since he's the champ? So. You know? He just... That's what oh. it feels like. Oh, Cactus just clotheslined the shit out of Mikey. So. Just went full heel on him. Look at that sign. Mikey, if Titan calls, please go. <laughs> they want Mikey gone. Just get the Front fuck row. out of here. Get out of here, Mikey. We're sick of you. Double arm DDT from Cactus. Mikey on a steel chair. Raven stands above Mikey. Raven, the ECW champion. His arms stretched out. Man, look at this total elimination replay. Pouring salt in the wound. Look awesome. Holy shit. Uh-oh. Oh, a cactus is... Doesn't want any shit from Raven. What's going on here? Oh, that's just a replay. I didn't see that when they were going face to face. Awesome. Alright, so Cactus is going to leave ECW. Does a big time heel and never come back. We'll <laughs> be on to bigger and better things. And become a fucking true legend after this. Hey, doesn't Cronus look like a big CM Punk? Like CM yeah. Punk when he had the long <laughs> hair? Yeah. <laughs> 60 pounds heavier. Yeah, 60 pound heavier CM Punk. Alright, so we're getting a promo for the VHS of Holiday Hell 95, which we covered. Gangsters versus Public Enemy. The gangsters. Uh, you a wankster. Remember that song, yeah, wankster? Nothing. Yeah, Fiddy. <laughs> Fiddy said. Yeah. Get Richard Die. No, that wasn't Get Richard Die trying. Oh, so while we're in a little break here, I'm seeing on my TV The Last of Us. <coughs> I know you watched it. How how was it? Oh, I loved it. Loved I watched it. it three times. Shit. Really? Yeah, I, gotta jump I watched in on it, it twice that night, and I watched it two nights ago. Wow. How was that last night? Two, two nights ago. Look at Francine's ass popping out. Francine's all excited. I got champs now. No, she's with the pit bulls. What's she going to do here? Oh, she's brave, yeah. Got a broken neck, but she got a banging ass, so yeah. don't have to worry. All right, let's listen to this. Nothing turns me on more than two men that have some gold. <laughs> what are you saying? Do you, do you remember what they did to you? They, you look at your... After 
That total elimination, honeys, I knew that yous were the better tag team. Yous. She's so good. Do, do, don't you remember what they did? Holy. It was a setup. It was a setup. The pimples attacked them. What a Jezebel. <laughs> what a Jezebel. <laughs> Straight out of JR's vocabulary. That's a Jezebel. Oh, now she's choking fucking Saturn with the chain. Oh, she's getting into this. You're going to love Francine, though. She got the fucking accent going, hyping it up, and saying use, which is probably what she was said normally, but it's nice to see. Nice to hear. I like the ass, but it does look kind of trampy just kind of hanging out there. <laughs> well, I, won't, I won't complain too much, but... Oh, she's cutting Saturn's hair. This is it, JV. About time. The this hair's is going. a big, big character change for Perry Saturn. Yeah. Little do they know, they're making him a star here. <laughs> he probably had that come to Jesus moment at this at this point. He's like, "Dude, I gotta, I gotta cut my hair off. <laughs> I got this bald spot that I'm trying to hide. Fucking get rid of it." <laughs> I just saw Austin shave his head. I, I'm gonna do the same thing. <laughs> Big match coming up for Cyber Slam. Ooh, gangsters. Let's listen to New Jack. <laughs> Shit just got hardcore. <laughs> cool spot though to make everything go dark. Yeah, that was awesome. Alright, here's the Rick BB promo. Promo style. From Lance, right. Slow style. It's the Bubba shirt. Down, down, out. And not so much on this one, but definitely the Fonzie promo from Lance sounds like Rick. <laughs> oh, fuck. I thought that was bloody. That's wax. Alright, let's take a listen to Tommy's creepy-ass promo here. With fine Beulah in the background. Can be blocked out, but mental pain lasts a lifetime. Oh, Tommy. I love it when you use the wax. Raven. Now I know. I gotta snuff you out. 
Blow me. Is that Kramer on his shirt? Alright, so let's, uh, whose shirt? Oh, oh, I didn't notice. Oh. Alright, so we got a little Pulp Fiction shit going on here, so let's, let's just lay out. As a Mikey Whipwreck shirt. Mikey Whipwreck shirt. It says, help, help, help. <laughs> Alright, so for the Pulp Fiction promo, let's uh, just lay out here and let everybody take a listen. As a bird of two children, to stand there and take it. I know you don't have money, Mikey. So I fished it out. I paid the tolls. I paid the gas. I even gave you food for meals. And what did you come across with? Nothing nutritious. Nothing that would make you into a world champion. I can count each and every time, Mikey. Doritos. Now, if you want to ruin your body, well, damn well, that's up to you. But the fact remains, when you don't need Cactus Jack, and you were able to get a ride on your own, those Doritos stayed there, and they haunted me, and they called me, until I couldn't resist anymore. For God's sakes, man, don't you realize I've got an eating disorder? Doritos? Eating disorder? But now there's a man who's taken me into his grasp and is going to make me a bigger star than I ever dreamed. And all I asked was one thing. Bring me Mikey Whipwreck. And I looked him into the eye and I said, yes, Vince, she'll be yours, yours, all yours. Mikey, you're making me look like a liar. And I will smack you! As if you were all my own child. Only one difference, Mikey. There's no laws against destroying you. What Uncle Vince wants, Uncle Vince gets. The franchise <laughs> is back. <laughs> it reminds me of a time of watching Dean Martin. Like the boom pitch your eyes, like a big pizza pie. That's a more. New York! New York! It's cold! Stone and glass! I hate it! FDR drive! Bottle! 10% hike on the door service! Dead! When we go back to New York! Back to double by the head! What'd you do that for me, Dad? See that? I'll do whatever you want, Fonzie. Stretch him, dump him on the heads, choke him out. It don't matter. Bring all comments. Eliminators, congratulations! You're the new ECW Tag Team Champions. <laughs> That's right. And how'd you like that victory party we gave to you? ECW style. So you better shine them up. Because we're coming to get them. The party ain't even begun yet because the gang's coming back again. We're going to tear that ass up for the second time. They always say the second coming is a lot harder than the first. Get ready. We're going down. Listen, the resurrection of the Mustafa and New Jack. Gangsters of the Stop. 
every time I was in your corner and you tried to show me your pain, I faked it. <laughs> I faked it. I faked it, bitch. What are they doing? Fucking in the under the stairs like they're in school? He looks too clean shaven. Yeah, he doesn't look as grungy. No. Grunge is like his thing. Right. It's probably because he's got new pussy, so he's got to like clean up for a little bit. And then in a couple of weeks, he'll be sick of Kamora. It's going to be more like, come on and get the fuck out of here. You know, just like oh, I said, too cold. Fuck <laughs> off. Like my daddy always told me, <laughs> I just love a good one. Get the mwah, with them big old juicy lips on them, just mwah, with them big old juicy kisses. And boy, I tell you, like that woman, <laughs> that body. It's got it going on, I tell you. You know, every now and then, my mouth start to get a little, start to get a little water on it. <laughs> when I start thinking about kissing that girl. As a matter of fact, I like to take this time right now and bring my girl on in here, see, because uh, I feel like I want to get one of them big, wet, juicy kisses now. So, uh, hey, baby, you want to come on in here now? <laughs> Hell, that's good for me. Ain't nothing like a good woman. I had the woman, but that don't mean I can get the gold. But now I got the gold. All the hoes is for too cold. I love you. Let's go, baby. We took your pride, and we took your hair. Oh, here it is. Gonna finish it. Oh, you gotta bick it. Gonna shave it first, then bick it. Yes. Or yeah, no, you're right. It, That's how you do it. Maybe he just has a shitty hacked haircut for a little while. <laughs> I think he's just gonna have like a buzz cut at first. Cronus is like, I don't have to do this, right? <laughs> Can I keep my hair? <laughs> Do you think I care? You crushed my larynx. Do you think I worry about being super bombed? All that really matters is that we got the gold. Means you make more money. <laughs> Ugh, fucking Cronus. All right, so <laughs> new champs. New we got a lot of title changes, man. We got tag yeah. titles changing. We got people leaving. Roster World changes. Champ. Right, roster changes. People leaving. We got people coming in. 
Ramona. A couple jam-packed episodes, like I said. So, that was fun, JV. Yeah, I liked it. Looks like February is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and there's going to be a couple of big shows in February. You know, one that we were just touching on, the Big Apple uh, Blizzard Blast. And then there's going to be Cyber Slam. And then there's going to be another show called Just Another Night. So, a lot happening in February. And when we come back in two weeks, we're going to do the next two episodes of ECW Hardcore TV. The 13th and the 20th. But after that, I think we're going to do a Supercard special. Potentially. Probably Cyber Slam. Or we might do just another night at the end of February. But we're going to do one of those coming up. Okay. Coming up soon. Instead of uh, ECW Hardcore TV episodes. And I was thinking about it. It's like some of these shows, that, like they're so like rapid fire and cutting between segments that we never really get a chance to just kind of talk a little bit about what's going on, you know, or like get off into like our little tangents every once in a while. Cause it's always like, Oh, this is happening. Oh, we're going to jump to this, you know? So it'll be nice to go back to a super card special because that'll slow things down a little bit. Yeah. Which I like from time to time. It's yeah. nice to get all this action and a lot of things happening, but I do want to watch another just long show. With the matches and just go through one night, you know? Yep. So, yeah. So, we'll have a Supercard special coming up within the next few episodes. So, but next time it'll be episode 147, 148 of the Extreme ECW live cast. All right, uh, JV, anything to say before we just do a quick little wrap-up? Um, no, I don't have anything else to add, buddy. All right. Let's take a quick little break and we'll be back with the Extreme ECW live wrap-up. All right, we're back now. Like I said, we'll be back in two weeks with the ECW Extreme Cast for episodes 147 and 148. That's February 13th and February 20th of 1996, which will cover more of this show, the Big Apple Blizzard Blast, and continue on to other shows in February. So we'll have that in store in a couple weeks. And also, please check out the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Our latest episode is Stunning Steve Austin, Episode 6, Battle Bowl, December 91 through January 92. Next week, we'll have Episode 7 of Stunning Steve Austin, covering late January of 1992. All right, so please check us out there and follow us on Twitter at Bottom Line Cast. One more time, follow me, Mike Pru, at NPRU83. Follow JV at John Van Damage. Follows again at Extreme Cast. And we're going to wrap things up here with our outro song. It's another one of those songs that came up in the past episodes. It was Elastica. And it's called Connection. JV, any final words? No, sir. All right, guys. Enjoy it. The next two weeks, we'll be back with you for that. We'll continue on into February of 96. See you in two weeks, guys. So long.